It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brock. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You can also listen to our very own Bo Brock with Cody Rourke of the Locked On Broncos on Thursday, taking over the Locked On NFL podcast. Matt Williamson will be out for the week, so you can check out our own Bo Brock and his incredible hairline doing a, a podcast with Cody Rourke on Thursday. Check that out. Uh, and all of your major outlets for where to find Locked On Podcast Network podcast. You excited for that, Bo? Pumped about it. I, I can't believe that Williamson is taking off the week that uh, we've been, all been waiting for. Leading you up, uh, training camp players are going to report Thursday morning, and we're going to get to be the ones to talk about it. We're going to get to talk about the guys rolling in with all their gear. It's move-in day. So much to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. So we've uh, gone on a little hiatus regarding ranking positions or group positions in the NFC West. We're going to do that for the next two days, uh, the actual fun ones. Uh, we're going to do running backs today and quarterbacks tomorrow. So let's let's dive right into it. Uh, when it comes to the NFC West, it's a very polarizing division because so, you have regarding running backs. You have the clear-cut top three running back in Todd Gurley when healthy with the Rams. But in this day and age of you know running back cores, it's a lot more a lot more like so the term running back by committee is now a strength and no longer a weakness. And it's something that's been a shift across the NFL, especially with the utilization of running backs in the passing game a little bit more, with the different blocking schemes with pass rushing or uh, pass blocking. Running back by committee is no longer a crutch. It's now a strength. But when it comes to the NFC West, there's really only one team that does a true running back by committee, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. They have 96 running backs, it seems like. They drafted Rashad Penny in the 20s two years ago. I mean, you don't really know what you're going to get with Seattle's running back. You don't know which one is going to take over that day. But as the Cardinals saw last year, Mike Davis came in and was like, yo, I'm going to run for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Suck it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, Davis is out of Seattle, but now you've got a two-headed monster as far as Chris Carter and Rashad Penny. And Penny had his his spurts as a former first-round pick. So, and you you kind of also have to incorporate Russell Wilson into the equation, right? Because he's still able to get it done with his legs. So, as far as the run game's concerned, I mean, Seattle was an absolute monster. I think you would look at Seattle and Baltimore as the top running teams in the NFL last year. But as far as I'm concerned, I mean, there's so many question marks regarding Todd Gurley and his health going into this year. I would have said that he's probably your top back in the division, and then you were looking at maybe David Johnson and then everybody else below that. But it's interesting because you talk about the committee part of it. The San Francisco 49ers added added Tevin Coleman from the Atlanta Falcons this offseason. Jarek McKinnon's expected to be healthy. and, And Matt Breed is coming back as well. That's an interesting group of running backs that they're going to really use. I mean, they're, they're versatile guys that you can incorporate both in the run game and the pass game. 
I think that that's going to be an interesting group to watch going forward. Do I rank them as my top team in the division? Absolutely not. But for me, I'm really intrigued by San Francisco. Yeah, and let's let's start with San Francisco. So, I mean, you highlighted pretty much every team correctly. Uh, Seattle, I, I'm saying that they're when you look at it's not just Chris Carson or Rashad Penny, it's J.D. McKissick who showed flashes. It's C.J. Procise, who was the stud fantasy back three years ago, I think, before he went down with a leg injury of some sort. I mean, they have so many guys. But let's look at the 49ers. I mean, the majority of their offensive outputs can be predicated upon the health of Jimmy Garoppolo. So if say he's top flight healthy. You look at their receiving core, and we did this earlier. We did this last week or the week before. Jordan Matthews, Dante Pettis, and Debo Samuel, their second-round pick, that's who's going to carry the load. Marquise Goodwin, Trent Taylor. I mean, obviously George Kittle supplanted himself as a top-three tight end in the league, but you don't have this high-powered wide receiving core, so you're going to need to focus on the running backs, and you look at the guys that they have, and this is what the genius of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch at least on paper, yields. Tevin Coleman, one of the best pass-catching backs in the league. Jarek McKinnon, one of the best pass-catching backs in the league. And Matt Breida has kind of shown that he can run between the tackles. So you have a very good running back core if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy because you can utilize them in all the ways that have made them successful today, especially Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon. But if not, these guys aren't bruisers, really, by any stretch. They're so fast, they're better on the outside, and, and they ha- they both have breakaway potential. But again, all, predica- all predicated upon Jimmy Garoppolo's health. Yeah, def- definitely an intriguing unit, and, and I think the thing that it creates kind of a wild card situation across the division is the fact in the health, as we've mentioned with Todd Gurley, because beyond that, you've got Malcolm Brown, and, and not much. I mean, the depth is not there for the L.A. Rams, and I, it, you'd kind of be hard-pressed to give them the – top ranking just of what Todd Gurley did in yesteryear. It's such a what's going on now league. And if Gurley can't go, I mean, this unit is goes from elite to pedestrian and and in teams like it's all going to be based on, I think I'm, I'm already going to start my rankings out by just going with the Seahawks because they are the top running back unit, you know, arguably in the league, as far as just putting together, um, putting together yards, Chris Carson and Rashad Penley, probably at the top of this division. And then you have to look at it as far as which back who was, you know, Gurley coming off the injury and then David Johnson coming off maybe, you know, arguably the misutilization. Who, which former star is going to step up and lead their unit because it's pretty thin. And then you look at the, what, potentially three-headed monster in San Francisco. It's tough to rank these ones. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll continue our conversation next. We'll focus on the Arizona Cardinals and what we're looking forward to with them regarding the running back position and rushing yards in general. Bo's got something to talk about first, though. Yeah, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you were just ready to go. You can now increase your performance. Get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up to BlueChew.com. Blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients Viagra and Cialis, you know, they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up as twice as fast as the pill. 
so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, it's not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code LOCKEDON. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Try it free. BlueChew is a better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring LOCKEDON Cardinals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You can listen to me on The Freaks Monday through Friday, 1 to 4 p.m. on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. So... The Arizona Cardinals, when you look at the depth charts of them and compare them to the rest of the NFC West, you would think right away they're in last. In, in my opinion, I would. Just due to the, the pure depth factor. Because you have David Johnson, who has shown nothing in the last two seasons, and obviously one of which he was injured, and Chase Edmonds, who showed he had a, he had a great game against Green Bay last year, I believe. Where he, where he vultured two touchdowns from one of them on a long run and one on a short run from David Johnson. Fantasy owners were much maligned after that game of David Johnson. But that's about it. And I know that this is a running back podcast, but the Cardinals have a running back and quarterback too. I mean, this is this is going to be the great equalizer, potentially. The Cardinals could potentially have the best running back core in the NFC West if you include Kyler Murray. Is that fair to say? Yes. If. If and and this is including Russell Wilson as you know as a partial running back for Seattle, even though they're so deep at the position because they can keep anybody healthy. All those guys, all their running backs in Seattle, none of them stay healthy for sixteen games. It just they just don't. I mean, so they just fill in where they can and 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 hopefully succeed as much as the guy before him. But when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, you have David Johnson, who's always a top ten guy in running backs or top ten guy in fantasy drafts. You have Kyler Murray, who's a guy that could potentially blow the roof off the NFL. That is the the just the great question mark. We don't know. We don't know if he's going to be able to get out of the pocket. We don't know if he's going to be able to get past the line of scrimmage. If these guys are going to be too fast for him, we have no idea. What we do know is the depth is lack. Chase Edmonds didn't show a whole lot his rookie season. Uh, but you know he's he's a competent back. He's like the third stringer for the Seattle Seahawks, but he's not as explosive or electric as Jarek McKinnon or uh, Tevin Coleman this, this so far in his career. So this is a very top heavy running back core. If if you include Kyler Murray or not, yeah, and you know what also goes into it for me is scheme, and I think as far as just units and how they're going to be utilized and. How, how much pressure they're going to put on opposing defenses, it, it still comes down to me to Seattle as the top unit in the league, and then you're looking at the other ones, and I'm just going to go 
if you, if a big if at this point, if you get Todd Gurley back, he's you know arguably you know the the best player in the NFL on the offensive side of the football. So you got to go Los Angeles, and then I'll go with David Johnson, and I'm just going off of his resume and hoping that Mike McCoy and Byron Leftwich and a lackluster offensive line and no threat of a pass game or why he was misutilized last year, but that maybe he'd be the, the, the second best running back in this division. And that'd be enough to vault this team to third in the NFC West. And then look at kind of what's the unknown and Jarek McKinnon. Can he stay on the field? Tevin Coleman coming for, from Atlanta. Can a guy like Kyle Shanahan, continue to utilize them like he did as a Falcons offensive coordinator and then Matt Breida as your third back. I'll go with the Niners. as It's a strong division as far as running the football. Yeah, and it, when you look at this, and we'll do our final rankings after the quarterbacks tomorrow, but it's just people say that this is one of the toughest divisions in football. That may be true because teams are evenly matched or whatever. It's incestuous because teams beat uh, inferior teams beat better teams all the time, like when the Rams would beat the, the Seahawks twi- twice a year, even when the Seahawks were the top team in football. But it just you look at the talent level, and it's top-heavy, but it's not really there on the offensive side. I'd see this more and more. Like, the Rams have some great names, you know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Todd Gurley. But it's like you look at the receiving core for the 49ers, and you look at the receiving core for the Seahawks, and you look at the offensive line for the Seahawks and Cardinals, and it's just like, where's the talent compared to the rest of the league? Is this is this yeah. a foreshadowing for what's going to happen in the future? Like, are we comparing these teams, ranking them, but they're all going to be in the bottom third in, in receiving core and running back cores across the league? Or are we just too close to this? I think we're pretty close, and I think that there's just so there, there's so much turnover in this league. I mean, we were talking about Gurley and how talented he is, and he could be done. Who knows what the injury's going to do? I mean, we also have to incorporate Kyle Juszczyk as far as the uh, the Niners are concerned, one of the few teams that still utilizes a fullback, what he can do in the receiving game, what he can do to open up lanes for those guys that we mentioned. I, I, I don't want to sleep on that unit just because how dangerous they can be, but there is a, there is a lot as far as the Seahawks the Niners, and the Cardinals, where the Rams are more of a product that we're aware of with Cooper Cup, of course, Brandon uh, Cooks at the wide receiver position, Robert Woods as well, more you know proven commodities, where the rest, you're just going to have to go on potential, right? I mean, and just see who actually can perform at the NFL level, who can translate uh, and tap into that potential and, and be big-time players like Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, uh, Hakeem Butler, and plus can, can David Johnson, when utilized correctly, be the back he once was. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock will give our official rankings one to four next. Locked on Cardinals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment, Locked On Cardinals. We are talking through and ranking running back cores in the NFC West. Uh, Bo, why don't you start it off? I mean, I feel like this is pretty straightforward. There may be a couple uh, of flips you can do between two teams, but why don't you start it fourth and go to the top? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough for me to really decide between you know one through three. I think who the top dog is is pretty clear cut, and I've said it a couple times this podcast. So it, for me, I'm going to go off just because Jared McKinnon has been injured. They threw a bunch of money at him, but he's still their lead back. Tevin Coleman offers another dimension, but I'm going to put the Niners at four. Uh, just because I'm not sure what their scheme's going to look like, and then I, I'm going to put my trust in David Johnson to really bounce back this season, earn some of that money he was given last off season. Uh, and then the Cardinals number three, and then I'll go Rams with Todd Gurley with the idea that he can be healthy again. If he's going to be healthy again, he, this could be a top unit. And then I'll go with the Seattle Seahawks as my number one rushing team running back crew in the NFC West. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to go Cardinals four, San Francisco three, Rams two and Seattle one. I mean, I just not much difference there, but I no. think it's I think it is tough, and it's it's like a lot of the groups across the division is unfortunately because in their young units, whether it's the wide receivers or it's the running backs, there's there's a lot of youth that the Niners and the Cardinals are dealing with, and that's why they've been at the bottom of the division the last couple of years. I mean, there, there are so many question marks, though. I mean, it's crazy. Like maybe everybody will stack eight in the box against Seattle. And, and Russell Wilson's going to have an epic year passing like he did a couple years ago. Maybe Todd Gurley will be taken over by Daryl Henderson, who they drafted in the third round. Like, he's the guy that people are looking at as the Rams. Like, oh, man, they drafted Daryl Henderson. That means C.J. Anderson ain't coming back, which was more than likely going to happen. Uh, Todd Gurley may have a run for his money if he doesn't get healthy. And then see, uh, the 49ers could have the best running back core in the league. I mean, if yeah. everybody stays you healthy. Know you know what helps? You know what helps the rest of these other divisions or the other teams in the division is the potential that they could go up against another just brutal rush defense from the Cardinals, and that would just vault all three of these teams ahead of Arizona as far as rushing the football. Isn't that funny? Just atrocious. Yeah, I mean that's a great equal. That that is another great equalizer. You have the front seven of the Rams, and you have Seattle, who has the best linebacker in the league, apparently Bobby Wagner, and then San Francisco's defense is improving, and then yeah, the Cardinals. With their with their new rebuffed three four defense, could be a team you do not want to play, at least on the defensive side. So so many question marks. Definitely more question marks and answers going into training camp on Thursday. Tomorrow, Bo and I will discuss the quarterbacks. We'll rank them one to four in the NFC West. We'll talk to you then. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 